Drop the Subject. Ah, yes. Drop the Subject is in your ear holes starting now. I'm Allie. Kevin Klein is, I think, maybe already on his way to Coachella um, because he has to be there all weekend long. I don't know if that's what he wants, but uh, things are, festivities are already kicking off, and that is why I'm joined today, a very special Thursday by day with Clayton Ferris. Hey, Allie. Hey, welcome to the show. I'm so glad to be here on Thursday by day. It doesn't have the same ring to it as <laughs> Friday by day, but it's still by. Yeah, it is still by. And I, I want to start the show. There's been all kinds of breaking news this morning, by the way. Yesterday, uh, I think the, the top head headline that woke me up was a blurry picture of a black hole. Yes. And now we've got Julian Assange being arrested. We actually have Nipsey Hussle's uh, memorial service that I think is just wrapping up as we speak. There's like a 25-mile motorcade happening. And, uh, and when I was some on... famous lawyer just got arrested and Oy charged vey. with a bunch of stuff. It's crazy, crazy news day. When I was on Grinder, I got woken up by blurry pictures of black holes every day. <laughs> So you know what it's like. Yes. You're just like, why is this news? Why is it's this not news, news to anybody? It's not news. No, it's not. I wanted to start the show with a an, an impromptu... I know we do the gay MA every Wednesday on this show, but I would like to do a little bi MA with you, Clayton, if you don't mind. Absolutely. I, I would, love... I would, games. <laughs> or questions. Or bimes. Or I games. I love bimes. Uh, so, I was thinking about the last few times I've seen you. You have had... A woman in tow. <laughs> the same woman. A woman who's a friend of yours, not a romantic partner, correct? Mm-hmm. And it got me thinking, do you have more girls that are friends um, than I think your average straight guy would? And when you do have these girl friends, is there a little sexual tension there where there wouldn't have been before if you were just full-on gay guy? You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, this is a question that would literally take years of therapy to unwrap because... Well, then let's do it. Let's do it. We have two hours. Is that enough? That's plenty of time. You're a doctor, right? (laughs) (laughs) To me, it's like... I have a coat. You have a coat? I have a white coat. You're like, I have a flannel. Mm. I'm like, I know. I see it. This is my Thursday flannel. Your Thursday flannel looks just like your Friday's flannel. (laughs) My Monday and my Tuesday. All right. No, I think it's one of those things where literally my whole life I've had more girlfriends than I have guy friends. It's just been something um, that's been, you know, how it's been. And I feel like that is similar to guys that identify as gay. It's like they you always have more girlfriends than guy friends. Right, but with the if it's just, if you're 100% gay guy, you would just consider those girls you're you're, you're like this these these are my girlfriends, these are my fag hags or whatever. But with you, there's a possibility that it could cross over into the romantic region. Yeah. So and- does but does that chemistry or does that uh, sexual tension is that there? Or is that sexual chemistry there or could be if you guys get drunk enough? Absolutely. So, so like, I... That's nice. That is nice. <laughs> no, it's great. You, can, you have the best of both worlds in a way. Yeah, but I mean, it happens with guys too. It's like, that's the weird part about being bi- bisexual is you can misinterpret all your relationships as more than just friends. Like, oh. it, with girls and guys. So, say you have a really close guy friend, it's the same thing. Like, if you, I spend a lot of time with that person person i'm gonna be like 
You're going to start thinking about it. Yeah, You're going to start like, going, well, why do I be love more... being around this person so much? Yeah, or like we could be sexual together. Or with a woman, it's the same thing. Like you spend a lot of time together. You get bored. You you know, like you end up <laughs> hooking up with your friends. My a friend that I was very close to for like six or seven years who literally doesn't talk to me anymore. The reason we kind of had to split our friendship is because the line became so blurred about what we were. Are we just friends? Are we more than that? And whenever you're by or like kind of like dealing with sexuality or an identity crisis, it gets it, the line is blurred. So then you you are less likely to be friend zoned in general because you've got the, you start out as friends and then because you are I mean bisexual, pansexual, however you want to identify, you're like well anything can pretty much happen in this friend circle that I have and who knows what's what where things are gonna go. Yeah, I mean I think that it like all bets are off. It's open whether you girlfriends or guy friends, but it, you know it's up to them to like reciprocate. But I think it's like say um, you have like a, say I had a close girlfriend and I was maybe dating a guy or hooked up with a guy, and I told that girl about that. Whether you're bi or not, that girl is going to kind of think of you as like gay. Right. You know what I so mean? that's the plight that you face as a bisexual man yeah. is you constantly have to come out as bisexual over and over and over again to be like, I'm not just, I, I don't just sleep with men. Right. Don't put me in that category. Yeah. But people that don't like spend all their days unpacking sexuality don't think of it that like they're not as like, no, hey, they just assume, they just okay, assume. you slept with a guy. Yeah. Let's go to a gay bar together and I'll just be, it, it, it's like, but, but you do have the best of both worlds where you can be that fun gay guy friend. But then you can also be like, you know, when a girl is with a gay guy and they're best friends and she's like in love with him and she's like, God, I just wish you were straight. Right. <laughs> you kind of are the answer to their prayers because you're like, guess what? Guess what? I, I am. I am half the time. Yeah. Because that's, that's how it works. <laughs> that's how it works. Just half of the days of the week you're straight and the other half you're gay, right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's confusing. And it, this literally happened. I went on what I didn't know if it was a date or not yesterday and it was should I tell the story now like it was with this girl and we I met her at an audition and we kind of were like let's have a let's go grab coffee and I was kind of confused is this a is this a date is it a friend thing are we going to talk about work does she know how well does she know you we don't know each other you didn't know each other at all no we don't know each other at all we we had so then I would think initially yeah that would be a did you ask for coffee you asked her we kind of like talked afterwards and we both agreed we should grab coffee and continue talking but at coffee I took my pants off. I took off. my pants off and I said, what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> no. It came down to um, like me kind of uh, code, like I would call it code switching. Like she was asking me about past relationships and I was like, yeah, there was this one girl I dated and then this other girl. And I just went into that mode I see. So you assumed straight man role. Yeah, I assumed you, straight man you role. you downplayed the male relationships. You didn't mention those. Until a woman walked by that was very pretty. And she goes, ooh, that girl's gorgeous or whatever. I was like, yeah, she is pretty. And then we talked about it a little bit. And she's like, I'd love to have her naked in my house. Oh, God. And wow. we kind of like. I want to go to coffee with this lady. <laughs> what ca- the hell? Exactly. We kind of like, <laughs> like, I kind of like let that pass. And then I was like, wait, do you really want to have her naked in your house? Like. <laughs> 
like, not in the bed, just in the house. No, like, I want like, her in the guest you room. You want her wandering. like cleaning your house naked, or you want her in your bed naked? And she was like, "Yeah, I want her in my house naked. I'm bisexual." And she was like, "I know you are too." Whoa! And I was like, "What?" It was on the casting specs yeah. for the audition. And she was like, "I saw like she listened to a podcast I had done." Oh, so she stalked you? Yes, she stalked me so before we hung out. So she knew you already. So she okay? She so honestly then she... might be listening right now. So hi, but hi. What's your name? I don't, you don't want to say, say her name. Yeah, her name's Whitney, but whatever. <laughs> but the point is, is like, I don't think she stalked me in a weird way. She just like, I stalk people too. But she knew I was bisexual. So then we were like, okay, we're both bisexual. There was this weight that got lifted. So then did you start talking about your dude relationships? No, but I mean, I didn't feel like I had to posture as like this like straight bro that's on a yeah. date. Then you could cross your legs finally. Yeah, finally I could cross my legs <laughs> and spin my wig around. <laughs> <laughs> so then where do you think it ended? Do you think that you are going on an actual date? Did you get any closure to it? Or was it just a friendly friend conversation with amongst coffee? It was friendly with an open-ended, like, maybe we're going to hang out again. Maybe, you know, like, we'll see. I'm Yeah. That's what's nice about being bisexual, though, is that you never, it's like at this constant, hey, who knows what's going to happen? And that's really fun and, and nice and exciting, I bet. Yeah, it is. Huh? And, and, you know, I'm happy to be born this way. Well, I, I, I'm... <laughs> I have I, I was just fascinated by the fact that you like the last few times I saw you you were with that same girl and she's a very nice girl Laura. I didn't know yes and she's awesome but I was like is this something that you guys are like dating no, or Laura's is that like just my best friend she's married we just like I'm close with her husband like it's not like a yeah, but he doesn't get jealous that the two of you hang out by yourselves together a lot he might but I don't I mean nothing's <laughs> happening so <laughs> well what if something did? Would he be upset? Well, I mean, I think that that's my integrity. I'm not going to... If someone's married, then that's off limits. It's not like... Well, you know, a lot of people disagree. Yeah, and those people will <laughs> those rot in people hell. Are, those people are lying, cheaty cheaters. All right, we have a lot to look forward to on today's show. We... uh are going to be doing coming to terms again. I know that we've done this. A, we did this a couple of weeks ago. Uh, it's a very confusing time that we live in. It's an exciting time, but a confusing time. Okay, everyone's identifying as new things, new sexual identities, new gender identities, and there is an ongoing list that just keeps getting longer and longer and longer of what you can identify as, which is why we break it down Sesame Street style with coming to terms. We'll do that later in the show. And uh, News It or Lose It is coming. We have the gayest news headline of the week winner and a Game of Thrones game. Ooh, that'll be exciting. Call Channel Q right now. 833-77-CALL-Q. That's 833-772-2557. We are the new Channel Q. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. Drop the subject. And that last song is brought to you by Molly. Molly. No, no, no. We cannot Cannot Molly, that. our friend from Chattanooga. <laughs> Her name's Molly. She's in finance. She loves that song. Shout out to Molly. Uh, drop the subject. I'm Allie. Clayton Ferris is hanging with me this Thursday to get a kickoff Coachella weekend, basically, because everyone is celebrating early around here. A lot of people are starting to hit the road. There's already been traffic updates and everything. But let's not forget another exciting time is afoot, and that is Easter. Next Sunday is Easter. It is one of the later Easter celebrations in years past. Uh, it's at the very end of April. And um, I don't know a lot of people that really care about Easter that much anymore. Um, you know, it's kind of just go out to dinner and 
you know, eat some chocolate and just kind of a normal holiday, right? But it's, a, it's a rose all day sort of day in my household. Oh, really? Yeah. It's so like, it's just day drinking. I still actually go to church on Easter in like a way of just like a traditional way. You're a C and E. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Christmas and Easter. Yeah. No, I've never gone on Christmas, just Easter. Really? Yeah. I went to Christmas Mass this past Christmas for the first time in a very long time because my in-laws are very religious. They go every single Sunday. Like, if they go for a weekend in Vegas, they will find a church to go to on Sunday. Like, they are that dedicated. <laughs> they just keep finding, like, the marriage chapels. They're like, where's this service? <laughs> Where the hell is the... <laughs> <laughs> this guy's wearing an Elvis costume. I don't understand. Where are the sacraments? He's like, dearly beloved. Yeah. But I do forget how much people i mean how people are still very religious especially even in this town i i was uh, at a store the other day and uh i think i was at a department store and i was checking out and uh, the thing that i thought was on sale was not on sale and she read the price to me and i went jesus (laughs) and she looked up at me like with a a strong reaction like it was she was an older lady mm. she was kind of like she just seemed very stunned that i said that yeah and i was looking at katie and i was like is this Really? Like, when we walked away, I was like, do you think she was upset that I said Jesus? And she was like, I think so. And I was like, you know, maybe I should stop saying that. Maybe, you know, it's disrespectful to other people. I get it. And speaking of disrespectful, some of the (laughs) Easter displays have been making news headlines this year. I didn't know that people decorated that much for Easter, but somebody, a dentist, in fact, took it the extra mile, and people are not happy. Easter holiday spirit or outrageous sacrilege? These mannequins are provocative dressed in thigh-high stockings, midi dresses, and skimpy leotards. Okay. <laughs> now, creativity points. Uh, I don't know when the bunny became such a sexual icon. Maybe one Playboy magazine came out? I think 100% the Playboy. <laughs> <laughs> I think that, uh, but I mean, now any ben- any animal can really be sexy, especially with Halloween. You basically just pick any animal. You can be a sexy cat. You can be a sexy mouse. Yeah, you can be a sexy cockroach. You can be a sex- <laughs> sexy anything, pretty much. But bunny seems like the first animal that we really sexualized. And this person is just uh, taking that the extra mile. The controversial holiday display is located outside a dentist's office in Clifton, New Jersey. <laughs> That's the Obviously. weird part of the story is that it's at a dentist office. In New Jersey. Right. <laughs> Do you think that as doctors go, dentists are the sleaziest? <clears throat> I, I don't mean, want to generalize too much, but when you think of someone doing something a little... You know, there's they have more access to, you know, drugs, they have people's mouths. But I mean, isn't the truth that dentists are like they're suicide? Like they have the highest rate of suicide. Do they? Yeah. Dentist. Really? Mm -hmm. I did not. So they might have the highest. Uh mm -hmm, They might have the highest rate of perviness, too. Well, yeah. I mean, I feel like I always read those stories that are like while they were. You know, on Novocaine, somebody fondled them while they were sleeping or something like that. I just feel like it's always, it's never like a podiatrist. It's always a dentist. And a lot of neighbors are very upset. This is garbage. Definitely not appropriate for children. It's just totally, totally offensive. Others say, relax. (laughs) It's all in good fun. Are you offended by this at all? No. (laughs) Should I be? I don't know. So the, uh, the display is, and I, I, I don't know how he got a hold of this many mannequins. I actually, a couple of years ago when I was uh, 
doing radio up in San Francisco, we tried to get a hold of a mannequin, and it was rather difficult. Uh, we did have to go to Craigslist and meet somebody in a parking lot, and then they opened the trunk, and there was a torso, and I mean, it was a very shady operation. So that this dentist went through that much to get, I mean, there's like 10 mannequins here. Right. And like, you know, the, the typical slender, you know, and they're all wearing like those Halloween costume and like the slutty Halloween costumes in a bag. Yep, and uh, and they have the yeah the little sheer uh, lingerie on, and then there's just a bunch of eggs strewn about. <laughs> uh, it's very very nice. Um, excuse me. This woman took things into her own hands. I don't like it. She. I love this woman. I don't like it. And uh, I'm gonna be the one who goes the extra mile to get out of my car, and I'm gonna pick. She's. You, can, you can't see this, obviously, because it's radio, but you, she's picking up the mannequins that are staked into the ground, and she is placing <laughs> them in the man's driveway. Brought some scissors and began cutting down each mannequin. Are you concerned that you're going to get a fine or anything? You're, this is someone's property. I know, but this is disgusting. Then she piled them up in the driveway. All done. Angry employees at the dentist's office came out and moved the mannequins out of the way. Jeez. So this woman. The uh, the employees are now angry that the mannequin. So it's not just the dentist that's passionate about this. It is the entire dental office in New Jersey that is at you know by this guy's side, saying this is our display. But we're passionate. What are the people so upset about? I mean, are they specifically upset because it's Easter? There's nothing religious. In this image, what we see are just like female mannequins dressed as bunnies holding baskets with golden eggs in it. You know, if I was looking at this, I'd be like, is this Willy Wonka related? Yeah, I mean, it's not like they're holding condoms. Yeah, and it's not like they're holding crosses. There's nothing religious about it. You know what I mean? Yes, but then, of course, you always have the people that are going to say anything that's Easter should be religious in nature. And I mean, they say this around Christmas, too. They're the C&E complainers. No, totally. They come out and complain about how Christmas has lost its path, how it, you know, we need to go back to its religious roots. And they say the same thing about Easter. And the Easter bunny is kind of the nemesis of the Catholic and tr- Christian religions around Easter time. Absolutely. But there's that, if you read the Bible in this resurrection story, which is what Easter is about, I think, <laughs> they, there's no You'll mention of, next there's no mentions of bunnies. <laughs> Do you know what I that mean? That would be pretty great if there was. There should be, but there's not. Yeah. Also, the woman that's taking the statues down, she's like, you know, I don't, I don't she know. She looks very alternative. She she's does. got short purple hair. I mean, she's definitely she's got not. Tattoos. Yeah, she doesn't look like a school mom. Why is she so upset about this? Which didn't go so well. The drama continued as the mastermind behind the peep show, Dr. Wayne Ganji, discovered his display was no more. Are you calling the police? Uh, we'll see. Wow. We'll see. Wayne Ganji is definitely a skeevy dentist name. If yeah, I he's like one. Wayne Ganji DDS. <laughs> DDS. Did you see the mannequins outside? They're come great. on in. Great. Come on in. It's a 25% off. Let me look at your mouth. <laughs> Open wide. Let me see those bicuspids. All right. We have to take a break. Uh, when we come back... National Siblings Day was yesterday. Everyone was posting pictures of their uh, of their siblings and saying, "Oh, I love my brother and sister," and blah 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 blah. Well, if you are the firstborn, you have an advantage over your brothers and sisters. So we'll talk about that next. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. 
the subject has been picked up once again. This is Drop the Subject on the new channel Q. Thanks for checking us out. You can follow the show and the station. You can follow both of us uh, at DTS Show on Twitter and Instagram. That's us at Drop the Subject. And follow Channel Q at We Are Channel Q on Twitter and Instagram. We'll be all kinds of Coachella festivities being posted all weekend long at the Coachella House, where there is poolside activities and band interviews and performances and all kinds of things. I got to tell you, I'm getting a little bit of FOMO right yeah. now. Yes. Well, there's a now that now there's a different one from FOMO. It's a JOMO. JOMO. The joy. the joy of missing out. So when you feel that FOMO and you're sitting on your couch smoking weed playing video games, just say, you know what? This is great, too. And I'm just going to relish in the joy of missing out. But I could also be at the Channel Q Coachella house, <laughs> martini in hand, poolside. That's true. Appletini in hand. Yes. Listening to and, Billie Eilish. And, and Clayton, you can do that. You know, you can go. I might hop in the car in the morning. You should hop in the car and go. Uh, all right. Yesterday was National Siblings Day. I saw all kinds of posts of people being like, I love my sister, she's my best friend, and blah, 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 which is great. I also have a sibling. You have you have siblings too, right, Clayton? I have three sisters. You have three sisters and that's it? No mm-hmm. no other men in the, nope. in the family? Okay. Just, I, have a, I have a half-sister and I have several steps that I, you know, that... They were older when I when my dad got married. But you're so kind was, of like an only child. I was an only child for the first eight years of my life, which I think is why I'm so weird. Uh, <laughs> because I had a lot of... My developmental years were spent in solitary, yeah. for the most part. You know, I was inventing a lot of friends that didn't exist. Uh, you know, I was playing a lot of games that are meant for two people that I played by myself. <laughs> um, but then my sister came along. And my sister, and some people know this already, she has a way better life than me. She's extremely attractive. She uh, has a great job. She's, I mean, at eight years younger, she's making a lot more than I am. Uh, she has a, an incredible, I mean, my, I have an incredible wife, obviously, but he, uh, she's got, she's with this guy who's also extremely successful. Uh, she's... I mean, she's got like perfect teeth. She's got D cups, but then she's got like a twenty-four inch. Wit. Like she, it's it's like she would be the type of person who would be like, "Oh no, I got into an accident. and It makes my boobs bigger." You know, like that's the kind of person that she is. And I've accepted that. Sure. Um, but I was excited to learn this this new article that just came out about firstborn children because I'm a firstborn child. Where were you on your? I'm trajectory thir- of I'm third born. Oh, so that does that mean that you have a uh, attention seeking? I, I think uh, that's what I always hear about middle children I, is I've, that they are like, "Hey, remember me?" I've read it's a little different because I'm the only boy. Like it just it was different. So you were cherished. I was because cherished, of your balls. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Basically, Got it. you know, they're like, he will carry on the family name. And I'm like, maybe I won't. Yeah. Maybe you'll take your, uh, if you marry a woman, maybe you'll take her last name. Yeah. That happens now. I'm progressive. So firstborn children, according to a new study, are more intelligent than their younger siblings. Now, this is my one redeeming quality. I'm very excited to hear this. With each subsequent child, parents tend to relax into a greater, uh, to a greater extent what they might not deem as non-essential needs for their children firstborn kids have a lot of pressure and they put on a lot of those they put the parents put pressures onto their firstborn child oh this is my pride and joy he or she or whoever will will you know be more successful than i was or will be a lawyer or whatever you have all these expectations that come with it and as a result of that the kid 
does feel that pressure. Of course, sometimes they, they live up to the expectations. And I think that that's why these older, the firstborn children end up having a better education. They have a, a, a just an all-around better outlook on life or whatever. And then when they have the second and third and fourth kids, they're like, nice. Maybe the firstborn is like book smart or more educated that way or smarter that way. But as a not, as a thirdborn, and I know between my, sec, my older sister and younger sister, we like your parents l- loosen up a bit on you. So you're forced to kind of fin for yourself as you're growing up in a way. And I think that gives you more, you know, street smarts at least so well and then the the alternately yeah i I know i agree with you and then alternately the last person who's born like my dad was the baby of his family and there were two of them and Mm. my my grandma had no idea when she had her like fourth child she was like there's number four and then they were like there's another one and so she had a a fourth and fifth kid very last minute are they twins yeah they're twins oh (laughs) no it was this crazy thing (laughs) it was i didn't know i was pregnant with another baby that's not a twins crazy um but they were like able to do whatever the hell they wanted because it was just like oh we didn't even know that you guys were going to really exist right or at least one of you was going to exist so they could kind of have free reign to do whatever the hell they wanted and i felt like i was very much under a microscope as the first child and i was expected to be more responsible and my my little sister would throw tantrums all the time she would get the front seat on the way to school because she would throw a tantrum and I was the responsible one who was just supposed to go with the flow. Right. Which is BS. Yeah, but, you know, being the third born, last born, whatever, is better because you get spoiled. Yeah, I did not get spoiled. And I like to be spoiled. Yeah, I played on a drum set that I made out of uh, used toilet paper rolls and paper. That was my... That's creative. That was my, yeah, it was creative. That's where I got it from. I was smart and creative, okay? I'm getting so many text messages because apparently I'm a victim of chase fraud. Uh-oh, uh oh, you're so blowing I need up. To, I think I need to call or reply yes to some of these things too. Uh, <laughs> well, <this laughs> otherwise they will freeze my account. This is uh, yep, live radio, everyone. All right, let's take a break, and when we come back, we will give you the uh, the uh, not, the headlines for news it or lose it. We will discuss what stories we get into at the top of next hour. We'll be right back. Call Channel Q right now. 833-77-CALL-Q. That's 833-772-2557. We are the new Channel Q. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. Drop the subject. An hour down, another to go. I'm Allie. Clayton Ferris is hanging with me on Thursday, a bye day that is not a Friday, but still we're having a great time. We are having a good time. And uh, I want you to have a good time in New York for New York Pride, which is why you should go right now to wearechannelq.com. You could enter to win a flyaway trip to New York City Pride. It's one of the best Pride events in the entire world. Uh, I went when I was still by curious, but I can imagine it's only even better after I had completely 100% turned gay. I'd love to go back. So why don't you take advantage of this by going to wearechannelq.com. Uh, this is brought to you by Channel Q and Schaffer Hoffer Grapefruit and Pomegranate. They're helping you celebrate Pride. If you win it got to be 21 to enter, and so does your guest. But if you win, you get $1,000 in Delta Airlines vouchers. You get a four-night hotel stay in the New York City area, and you get to attend Pride and all of its festivities. That is June 27th through June 30th. This is a national contest, so enter to win as soon as you can. All right. 
We're going to take a break soon, but first, we have to give you the headlines for News It or Lose It. Drop the Subject presents News It or Lose It. I will read some headlines. Some of these headlines suck. Others are very interesting. The ones that suck, we'll throw out. The ones that are interesting, we'll break down at the top of the next hour. Here's your first headline. Amazon workers are listening to you yell at your smart speaker. This is not just about Alexa listening to you now. There are Amazon workers listening to Alexa listening to you. So there's a whole other layer of creepiness to this. Do you want to break this down? Because I do. I need to know more because I have an Alexa. I'm always yelling at her, talking to her, telling her my secrets. I'm scared. (laughs) Alexa, I'm bisexual. (laughs) I accept you for who you are. Alexa, I ate the last piece of cake. (laughs) cake. She's like, no, I did. Uh, All right. So we'll news that. Headline number two, Kim Kardashian announces, uh, announces she wants to be a lawyer. (laughs) (laughs) i think she already got an apprenticeship with some kind of a law firm in san francisco it's just as easy as that um i don't care about this at all i would like to lose it do you agree i agree but good for her (laughs) we can change careers we want her to have a wonderful life you know it's gonna get better kim kardashian once you go to law school you'll be on easy street poor dear uh all right Number three, headline number three, a rare interview with Elizabeth Moss discusses Scientology and its perceived similarities in The Handmaid's Tale. I love Elizabeth Moss, and I will. I don't care if she's a Scientologist. I need to hear. She's about one this. of the only people that I'm like, you're still awesome. Yes. Um, but she had, and she doesn't. I think that everyone thinks that because she doesn't talk about Scientology that much, and this she doesn't do interviews very often, especially when it comes to talking about Scientology, so I would like to break that down as well. Me too. Headline number four, 21 things that the black hole looks like, including <laughs> a Fruit Loop, a SpaghettiO, and Mike Wazowski. <laughs> no. <laughs> we know what it looks like. It looks like the Eye of Sauron. 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 Yes, that is also on there. And uh, what we talked about yesterday, it looks like your mom trying to take a picture of the eclipse. also what it looks like Uh, all right we will break down those stories then at the top of next hour so uh, stick around drop the subject we'll be right back drop the subject drop the subject sometimes we talk about things that you might not uh, you might not enjoy that's fine to each your own you can complain all you want but Please don't. Just say nice things. We could use it. I need the validation. This is Drop the Subject on the new channel Q. I'm Allie. Clayton Ferris is in with me today. Hi, Allie. Hi. Hi. And uh, without further ado, we should just get right into News It or Lose It. Drop the Subject presents News It or Lose It. A little while ago, we gave you some headlines that we... Uh, either cared or didn't care about so here are the ones we do care about and we're breaking them down right now everyone loves a good rom-com like the handmaid's tale but some people have had lingering questions about the actress elizabeth moss the lead actress and how her devoted scientology beliefs may contradict the things that her character preaches on the show Elizabeth rarely does interviews and when she does she never talks about scientology but she has finally spoken up And here's what she had to say. In The Handmaid's Tale and in Scientology, there are a lot of anti-feminist and anti-LGBT themes. And here's what she has to say about that. Quote, 
I am obviously a huge feminist and a huge supporter of the LGBTQ community and believe so strongly, I can't even tell you, in people being able to do what they want to do, to love who they want to love, to be the person that they want to be, whoever that is. To me, it's a huge reason why I love doing the show. Now, okay, I think it's really nice that you say that you support feminism and LGBT community and all of that stuff. The problem that I have is when you then subscribe to a religion that goes against all of those things. It can get a little confusing as to why you would want to be a part of an establishment that holds those values. Absolutely. But, and I'm not here to be a Scientologist apologist. Oh, <laughs> oh I like that. that. But it's like any religion. There's going to be like the hardcore people of that religion that are going to use it like horribly and like you know pick the worst ideas and and let those lead how they practice it but like she grew up in Scientology so oh, I did she I didn't yeah, know that so that's the whole thing is like she grew up and it. it's not like she's like at oh, the science she's brainwashed yeah she's brainwashed she doesn't oh, know any better that's, that's no she's not at the center every day kind of like worshiping at the house of L. Ron Hubbard I think it's just something that's yeah. part of her like like more of like the way she thinks and like the those ideas of Scientology are instilled in her. They're like ingrained in her brain. Yeah. So it's like somebody being brainwashed and being like, you know, Charles Manson's not a bad guy, but I'm just I'm not a fan of murder well, and it, I'm a feminist. It's just like there's parts of Scientology where people I think that they like and I don't want to get attacked, but like they think that they're like they're anti LGBTQ because they think it's like a mental issue. Well, I think it's you not being your true self or something, right? They yeah. think it's like inhibiting you. Yeah, and you know? I mean, she has proven herself, in my opinion, to actually be a supporter and a feminist and... Well, and I mean, the whole... Like, her character does truly believe these things and she's said a lot of times, I like to express myself through my work. I like to express my views through my work and you can tell... I mean, she's obviously a fantastic actress, but you can see it in her... Like, she does believe these things yeah obviously she wants to yeah anyway and maybe she's scared to leave maybe she's scared maybe she's it's okay scared. to be scared i mean people are like missing and dead so I, I guess there's probably reason for that when asked about her complicated views on religion she said quote the things that i truly believe are the things that i've mentioned and i think that they're very important i think people should be allowed to talk about what they want to talk about believe in what they want to believe and you can't take that away and when you start to take that away when you start to say you can't think that you can't believe that then you get into trouble. Then you get into Gilead. So that's the separation that she makes is, you know, my beliefs might be different than yours, might be different than the next person's. It's when you start putting your crap onto other people and saying, you can't live this way. My right. way is the right way. That's when you start getting into Gilead territory. Again, think that there's some uh, complications there. Maybe, you know, there there are people that have been harassed and hounded by the Scientologists when right. they decide to try and leave. But she's distancing herself from those people. That's what she's trying to do is distance herself from those people. Yeah, and I told my wife that. I was like, yeah, you know, she just did this interview and she was like, I think that famous Scientologists can kind of believe whatever they want. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like they don't deal with a lot of the negative aspects of it yeah, because they're like, just like I don't know I'm famous and I'm supposed to like talk about how much I love Scientology and everything's great what? the worst parts of it are probably hidden from them you know like they're not yeah okay we always joke about how one day we will live in a world where Big Brother is watching but if you're smart you already know Big Sister is watching and her name is Alexa Hey, girl. <laughs> hey, girl. I hope I'm doing right by you. She is there as a little helpful robot woman, but what she's really doing is recording our private conversations and keeping tabs on your every move. Mm -hmm. yeah. 
But right now, according to a report, Alexa is listening to you and so are thousands of other people. So she's not even listening. To, she's not only listening to you. She's blabbing it to all the employees in Amazon. And all of your private information is kind of a free for all. Well, here's how it works. Amazon workers, they, are, they have many teams that are stationed around the world listening to and transcribing your recordings and then sending that information to, they say, to improve Alexa's speak, uh, speech recognition. I think she needs to improve mine. <laughs> yes, sometimes they can hear your intimate private conversations while Alexa is on. But they are not authorized to speak about those to anyone because they've signed non-disclosure agreements. And here's my thing. Non-disclosure agreements, yeah, it just means you sign a piece of paper and just vow that you're not going to tell anybody People about anything. People break them People break every those day. all the time. So if you are going to hear somebody's credit card information, which doesn't have to be what they're saying to Alexa. They could literally just be a background conversation of being like, all right, honey, what's the card number? Oh, it's this. She's listening to that. And then other people within Amazon are listening to that information. And when they hear stuff like that, they're supposed to mark the audio file with a critical data like tab and then move on. So anybody who's skeevy, it just takes one idiot to, to ruin it for everybody else and be like, oh, wait, bank info, critical data. Why don't I just click on this and I'll just get it. Maybe this is why I got the alert earlier about my uh, chase fraud. While you, you know, got who your knows? chase fraud, I literally got a fake scammy Apple store receipt in my email. <laughs> They're after us. Really? Yes. It keeps happening it, to me. Apple just doesn't smell. You don't spell Apple with a P and an H yeah, and an F. That's yeah, weird. Apple. <laughs> Apple, your iPhone. Here's um, the thing. I what ha- So what? what is it? I don't know. I have to check on that after the thing. But back to Alexa. I feel like every time we say Alexa, like people's smart speakers stop. <laughs> well, yeah, we have a friend named Alexis. So we have changed ours name to Echo. Echo. Which okay. I feel like depersonalizes her a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't feel as connected to her because I'm using Echo, but still, uh, I also would really love to just listen to all these people's conversations. Yeah. If this is like a peeping Tom or like a voyeur's dream come true, just to hear people yelling at their Alexas when they're drunk being like, Alexa, play turn down for what? <laughs> Alexa, order me a lion's mane for my dog. Or just people talking to themselves or just, <laughs> totally. it's so weird. <laughs> you are successful. You look hot. Yeah, and We're you're going out. Go right, out Right, Alexa? There. I'm sorry. I don't know what you mean. Oh, wow. The- that was really good. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Thank you very much. Well, if you were going to listen to the last... 20 things that my Alexa said, it would all be, I don't know what you mean. I'm sorry. I don't know that one. I'm sorry. I can't connect to your Wi-Fi. So if this is actually going to improve what Alexa can do, sure. Take my private information. It's a free for all. Uh, Okay. We must take a break. When we come back, the game of Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones is coming out soon. Isn't it Monday or something like that? Everyone's freaking out. And everyone is buying up all kinds of merchandise. There's pop-up stores. There's Game of Thrones Oreos. There's Game of Thrones wine and mead and all kinds of things. So I will give an item that you could probably purchase right now that is Game of Thrones themed. You must guess if it is a real or one that I made up. So we will get into that next. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. 
Drop the subject on the new Channel Q. Tell your Alexa, even if she's spying on you and giving your information to thousands of Amazon employees, maybe that's a good thing for a new station like us. So all you have to do is say, hey, Alexa, play Channel Q on radio.com. She will listen to you, and then she can report to the thousands of other people, and they'll be like, oh my gosh, everybody is listening to this new LGBTQ what is plus it? station. We need, How to, exciting. we need to listen. Exactly. Game of Game of Thrones. The premiere of season eight? Season eight, yes. right? Starts on Sunday evening. Leading up, there's all kinds of promotional things. You could donate blood in order to go to the premiere. You could uh, go to one of the many pop-up restaurants that are all over the country. You could buy White Walker, Johnny Walker. I mean, there's all kinds of collaborations and ways that people are trying to mark uh, to capitalize on this incredibly successful show. So, without further ado, let's get into the game. And I believe we have a contestant on the phone. Hello, hey, who is this? Bethany. Bethany, hey, what what's going on? Hey, I'm literally driving to the Coachella Valley right now with my boyfriend, Jared. Jared, say hi. Jared. Oh, no, he's shy. He's driving. Okay. Coachella weekend one. Yeah. You, are you going to Coachella? Hell yeah. Weekend one, bitch. I'm Ooh. so pumped. So, Bethany, have you been to Coachella before? Girl, you know I've been to Coachella before. What are my you? third Coachella. This is, oh, this, 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 is this third cella. This is <laughs> this is your third cella. So you just keep coming back for more. And does it keep getting better every year? Better and better every year. What are you wearing for cella? Um, Coachella is all about outfits. You know, everyone brings their looks. So of course, I'm bringing my my look. Actually, I decided this year to kind of go with a different cultural outfit every day so for friday i'm gonna do classic native american oh. saturday i think i'm gonna be wearing a kimono and booty shorts so i'm gonna get i'm gonna be giving you like a geisha vibe and sunday i'm gonna be wearing a full burka face covered everything no, okay for diplo bethany bethany do you do, a lot of people think that that's cultural misappropriation i like to think of it as like cultural appreciation ah okay yeah i don't know if the Native American people feel that way, but I guess to each her own, Honestly, right? most people at Coachella are Native American. You can tell just by looking around, so I'm not too worried about it. Got it, got it. So what are you most excited about for Cello Weekend 1? Um, uh, I don't want him to know this, but basically I'm going to be dosing Jared and myself with some ayahuasca. <laughs> Oh, okay. That'll make the uh, Coachella experience, it'll definitely take it up a notch a little bit. So you'll be exactly. under the influence. Yeah. Exactly. I, I, You know, generally, my goal would have been to go straight to Costa Rica and do more of like uh, a shaman excursion and actually have an experience with Jared. But right. I couldn't really fit it into my schedule because I, I work publicity. And we've been freaking slammed like leading up to Coachella. Totally. So I just w- I went downtown and I found this guy that looks like a sermon and he gave me what I believe is ayahuasca in a pill form. Okay, I don't know if that exists, but okay. So you, but aren't you worried, Bethany, that if you go on ayahuasca, you're going to miss some of the bands because you're going to be tripping balls. Literally, my goal is to get Jared to realize that he's in love with me and ask me to marry him during the Diplo set. Got it. Got it. So what 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 do you say to people? I mean, you're going to be in, around thousands and thousands of people all weekend. What about, thousands, you know, thousands. I want to see what you have advice for people who are going to Coachella for the first time. Like, what if people are afraid of crowds and things like that? Do you have any safety tips for them? 
Um, generally, if people are afraid of crowds, they should stay the f*** home. Okay, Bethany, you can't say that word. We're on the radio. Oh, oh sorry. Yeah. Okay, if people are afraid of crowds, they should stay the f*** okay. in their houses. Again, you can't say that. No, you can't say the F word I'm, is the one you can't say. Not oh, home. Yeah. oh, my God. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm so excited. Yeah, I know. Are you on the ayahuasca already? I'm unclear. No. Yeah. No. Literally, we just took a weed edible, but it hasn't even hit yet. Oh, so you're in the car on on a, on a strong edible. Is that, is that yeah, correct? Yeah, but it hasn't hit, so we're being safe. Got it. Got it. Uh, but so, literally, Coachella is about rubbing hot, sweaty bodies together while the chain smokers play. Right. So if you're not into that, you might want to literally stay home. Okay. So that's just kind of a, an unwritten rule about Coachella is if you're not going to do drugs and rub up against each other, then you might as well not go. Yeah. It's all about meeting new people, getting messed up, and at the end of the night, sleeping with the new people you meet, you know? But it doesn't count when you're on drugs. That's like a rule. Oh, got it. Okay. So uh, what about people who... Uh, uh, like want to hook up or want to meet romantic partners at Coachella, what advice do you have for them to attract a romantic partner this weekend? Um, I literally think if you are bringing your looks and you look really good, you'll have a chance. Also, the bathroom lines are generally the most interesting place to meet people because the bathroom lines are so long, you can literally carry out like a lifetime friendship while waiting to go pee. Right. And then once you get there, you can do it in the porta potty. Exactly. You've been. Have you been? No, no, I have not been, but uh, I, I oh can God. see it. I can picture it very clearly. Um, yeah, weekend one. Yeah, weekend one. <laughs> Woo. Uh, Bethany, if you could pick one word to describe Chella, what would that be? Um, I would have to say a fierce wild ride into your wildest fantasy. That's a lot. That's I, one word, Bethany. That was a lot of words. Oh, okay. One word. Yeah. Um, I'd say an incredible gathering of like-minded crazy Again, people. that's so many words. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Um, one word. Um, an unforgettable journey okay. deep into your freakiest, right. darkest desire. Okay. We'll just say ayahuasca. How's that? Ayahuasca. Yes. Bethany, did you hear Solange canceled her set? Are you kidding no, that's the thing. You're she, kidding. Yeah, she canceled her set. She, it's a, a there was a delay. That's in literally the, why I'm going. Oh, okay. Are well, you messing with me right now? No, I'm not. Uh, it's no. It, I don't. It's not the edible. This is real life. She's not. She's not going to be there. You know, we're driving all the way there. Okay, all right. <laughs> messed up. I think we should let Bethany go. Bethany, thank you very much, and and I want Chella. you to check check back with us after Cello Week One and, and give us a review on how Week One went. Okay. You're my girl, of course. Okay, all right. Cello, bye. Cello, bye. Drop the, the subject. subject. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. Drop the subject on the new Channel Q. Allie and Clayton here on this fine Thursday, learning a lot of things about Chella Weekend One. I cannot wait to hear what Bethany uh, experiences she was this weekend. Very excited. She was very excited on her way. Uh, I don't know if she's turning around now that she knows Solange is not performing. I would hate to see if other bands drop out. I mean, just to see the mass exodus as soon as people are on their way and then realizing their favorite band is not playing. That would honestly suck. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but there's 7,000 other ones that they can see. So, But, I mean, if you are on ayahuasca, I don't know if you're going to see much at you're all. You're not going to see any bands. All right. 
Game of Thrones. It premieres Sunday. Uh, you have particularly been watching season one again, right? And get reviewing. Yeah, I'm on. I'm in. I'm towards the end of season four right now. I'm not going to watch it all in time before Sunday, but that's okay. But you have seen all of it. No. Right? Oh, you haven't. No. So you. Oh, I think so there's watched, still a lot that needs to unfold for you. Yeah, I mean, I've watched through season five. Okay, so, so but you still have a ways to go. Yes. There's a lot of horrible things that still have to happen. Oh, yikes. <laughs> um, so then you won't be watching the premiere on Sunday night. Because I, will, you, I won't. Okay, great. But I'm still very excited still about very ex- it. Yeah, it's still, there's something there's, in the air. Even the if you energy. don't celebrate Christmas, you're, you're like, ah, you feel it coming. there's something there. Yeah, it's in the air. So as a result of this, I mean, every year this happens, and every single year people find more ways to capitalize and to make money off of Game of Thrones in the form of merchandise or pop-up restaurants or selling a, a wine that all of a sudden just slap a logo on it that says Game of Thrones and everyone buys it. Game of Thrones purses are out, Game of Thrones sneakers, Game of Thrones, uh, I mean, pretty much everything. So I am going to, we're just going to play this together with uh, you and me, Clayton. Okay. I've had enough of the phone lines after Bethany. And um, I'm going to read you a product, and I want you to guess whether it is a, a real item that is currently for sale, Game of Thrones themed, of course, or one that I made up. Okay. That sounds fun. <laughs> I hope you'll get our, all these with uh, where, you're, where you're at. I mean, who knows? Well, I guess we're about to find out. Uh, all right. Here's the f- first one. Dinner is coming. A Game of Thrones intric- uh, intricately engraved wooden cutting board. This is professionally hand-etched, engraved wooden cutting board that says dinner is coming. Um, you know, it just sounds really dumb to etch a cutting board to me because they should be flat. I don't know. Seems counterintuitive. Yeah. Right. But it sounds it's it like also a bunch sounds of strawberry pieces. It sounds like something. Yeah, it sounds like something they would sell at like uh, William Sonoma for like four hundred dollars. I'm gonna say it's real. You are correct. It is real. Yes. All right. That we have a nice bell. All right. We're it's high production quality here. Here's your second one. Game of gnomes. A gnome <laughs> collection. Hand painted ceramic garden gnomes featuring the cast of Game of Thrones. Figurines available include Arya and Sansa Stark, Daenerys Targaryen, Jon Snow, Tyrion Lannister, Hodor, Bran, and more. Hodor. 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 <laughs> um, I'm going to say, also, you know, Game of Gnomes is too genius to pass up. Like, that has to be a product. That is not a product. Oh! But you know what? Hey, maybe it is. I have no idea. I, I made that up. The description was so good. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. You should, uh, like, write copy for games. For gnomes. For gnome things. For gnome things. Um, I drink and I gnome things. Okay. Here's your third one. A Hodor doorstop. Does this make sense to you? Yeah, yeah. Okay, great. 100% solid walnut, Hodor doorstop, door seven and a half inches long, will hold a door that is between three-eighths inch and one and a quarter inch. A great gift for any Game of Thrones fan. Hodor is our hero, and you can remember him as he holds the door for you. Yes. I mean, this is such a huge moment in the series, and that ha- that's real. That is 100% real. Yes, I'm going to order one right now. <laughs> this is a great idea. Um, so you are now, you have two correct, one incorrect. All right, that's two correct. Keep, keep on moving here. <laughs> that is, you're right. You put two and two together. A, compre- a, a comprehensive <laughs> collection of things Jon Snow knows. 
A meticulously compiled by the Citadel Maesters, this is the definitive compilation of knowledge from Lord Snow, the 998th Lord Commander of the Night's Watch. It is, of course, completely blank inside. Because <laughs> he knows nothing. He knows nothing. Jon Snow knows nothing. Right. So you have a, you're buying basically a notebook. Um, this seems like it's actually a bestseller at like Urban Outfitters on their totally. little gift like table that new lunchbox place. Or right. Whatever. Things Jon Snow knows, and then you open it and it's empty. And you're like, oh my god, funny. I'm gonna say it's um, real. Oh, it's thirty six dollars. I'm not gonna buy it. Uh, yes, it is real. It is. That's correct. Good job. I was gonna. I was okay. Great. Okay, great. You second-guessed yourself, and you went against it, and you were correct. All right. Lannister Debt Collectors. For $1.99, download the Lannister Debt Collector app. You can send notifications and reminders to people who owe you money, or keep track of those you still have to pay to. Keep tabs on your friends and hold them to the moniker, a Lannister always pays his debts. Um, I hate the Lannisters, but I'm going to say, I'm going to say that's real as well. That is not real. Oh. I made it up. I just came up with a brilliant idea for a, a thing. It should be a cookie jar that every time you open it and get a cookie out, it says a canister always repays its debt. <laughs> How can we make this happen before the weekend? A canister always pays <laughs> And that is incorrect. That is horrible. No, I think that that would be interesting. I mean, who knows? <laughs> if anybody's listening and they're like, that's a great idea, you make it, you could probably make a good amount of money just taking a regular can of, a cookie jar and slapping a Game of Thrones logo just on Just give I'm me a cut you. if you do it. Here's the final one. Beyond the wall fish tank furniture. Watch your fish swim around the islands of Westeros with custom polyurethane figurines of the wall, the Iron Islands, Winterfell, and even the infamous Iron Throne itself. So it's a fish tank? <laughs> it's fish tank furniture. It's like fir- fir- furniture that you put inside of your fish tank. Uh, like that, fish tank figurines. That is incredible. <laughs> like literally miniature I Game of... I how excited you are about all of these things. L- miniature Game of Thrones stuff. That with, your fish can swim with around. your fish can swim around? Blows my mind. I want that. I need and you don't that. even have fish. No. Um, that it's real. Is, okay, so I made that up. Uh and then I went online and realized it was real. Oh. <laughs> so you're correct and wrong. I was like, beyond the wall fish tank furniture, that's perfect. And then I looked it up and they were like, look at this Game of Thrones aquarium. And I was like, wow, all right. I don't know if it's like a, a big, you know, like, like actual name brand thing. I mean, like maybe it's just people make it themselves. I'm obsessed but. with miniature things, like any sort of kind of miniature model. Oh. Like, remember in Beetlejuice? So you have a Polly Pocket fetish? Absolutely. No, like, like, remember in Beetlejuice, whenever they go in the attic and there's the miniatures? Yes, those little, uh, the, yeah. I wanted to shrink down and be in that world. Yeah, I mean, honey, I shrunk the kids is a blessing in disguise for you. Exactly. Interesting. All right, well, this has been the game of Game of Thrones. We hope that it made you excited for the series premiere on Sunday night, or maybe just gave you a few new items that you can put in your Amazon cart. So, uh, there you go. We uh, will wrap up the show and give you the gayest news headline of the week when we get back drop the subject we'll be right back drop the subject All right, I unfortunately unfortunately we have to end the show. I'm kind of bummed about this. We've had so much fun these past two hours, haven't we? Clayton? Thursday by day is the is new, the new Friday, Friday by day. day. <laughs> That's true. 
We've learned about offensive Easter displays. We've learned that Game of Thrones fish tanks are a, a million dollar idea. We've also learned about a woman named Bethany who is probably on ayahuasca right now at Coachella. So if you see her, say hi for us. Uh, and now before we say goodbye officially, we need to give you the gayest news headline of the week. Headlines, get your headlines. Headlines here, and not just any old headlines, the gayest of the gay. The lightest of the loafers, the bears, the queens, the tambourines. It's your gayest news headline of the week. Yes, there are headlines that seem gay. Some Sometimes they are, sometimes they just sound like it. We scour the internet all week long and we come up with all of the finalists and then we announce the official winner, usually on Friday, but since today is uh, a little special, we shall do it now. Here is your first headline this week. This is Gayest News Headline of the Week nominee number one. What's big, horned, and red all over? A Hellboy review. Uh, I love it. There was another one that was a Shia LaBeouf movie, and it was like, uh, it was the gayest sounding (laughs) movie ever. But then, I mean, of course, it's not. I mean, Hellboy is a very straight sounding movie. Yeah. But uh, big horned and red all over. I wish Shia LaBeouf would do something gay. I mean, I think he will eventually. I'm just going to put that out there. He's got it. All right, headline number two. Women, a woman quits successful city career to live in the woods with over a hundred rescue animals. <laughs> Probably cats. Yeah, I think yeah. there are dogs and cats. Okay. But yeah, and I guess whatever comes to the food bowl. Yeah, so. and if she's in the woods, it could be raccoons. It could yeah. be horses. Yeah. <laughs> horses. <laughs> um, yes, this is extremely gay and something that I would probably do. So, headline number three. Mounts hunt down bears in dual meat sweep. Ooh. There's a lot that, of buzzwords in there. That one kind of like gave me a weird shudder. I don't know if it was a good a good or bad. So you can feel it? Yeah. Ooh, God. Meat oh, wow. Sweep. Meat sweep, meat sweats. All right. Headline number four. It can't be real. Deep sea explorers find rainbow-colored wonderland. Doesn't this sound fun? Yeah. Is it Game of Thrones themed? (laughs) That sounds like also fish tank. (laughs) Yeah. I I don't know. I think this is actually in the sea. A hypothermal fluid bubbles that have created a a rainbow wonderland under under the in in the deep sea. Wow. Exciting. All right. And headline number five. Glitter with a difference. The world's first 100% plastic-free glitter. <laughs> that is the gayest of the gay. When you say, I cannot go without glitter. Yes, it's bad for the environment. Let's come up with an alternative immediately. We've talked about this before, how it is damaging the environment, all this I've plastic never, glitter. I never thought that glitter was plastic, but I guess it is. Yeah. Oh, my god. And gosh. now the fir- this is the world's first plastic-free glitter. That's good. What's it made out of? I don't know, eco some crap. What's your vote? <laughs> My vote is uh, definitely for mounts find two bears and give them the meat sweats. <laughs> Whatever that one was. Mounts hunt down bears in dual meat sweep? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've dual meat mo- sweats would be so much better. I saw that movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, the votes have been tabulated. Wouldn't you know it? And the winner this week of Gayest News Headline of the Week is... Aha! Woman quits successful city career so she can live in the woods with over 100 rescue animals. 
I wish that woman well. Me and I would too. like to talk to her someday. See, the gays are doing good. We're doing great. They're We're doing l- great. All right. Goodbye, oh. everyone. Have a wonderful Coachella. Happy bye life. <laughs> Happy bye weekend. Don't do too much ayahuasca, kids.